Touche. Touche. Oh. How's it look? It looks okay. Yeah. You mean, how does the garage band look? Yeah, how's it look in garage band? I'll tell you. We'll find out. It's hard. It's hard for the old Jeff. It's hard. And you know, I've been out of pra- And you've had to put up the last three. Like, I've been out of practice. I'm going to have to look back and, uh, you know, do my little tech practice when I look back. How's the knee? Um, the knee has a bag of green peas, a 365 Whole Foods brand green peas on it right now. Which, by the way, we've had for years because mm-hmm. we only use it for injuries. 110%. There's nothing better than a bag of frozen green peas. Nothing. Yeah. Except for I think they've refrozen, so they're kind of a solid block at the moment. But you know they'll I mean? loosen up a little bit. Yeah. It's like it forms to the knee. There's nothing better out there. True. And, you know, if you need, you know, a cute little vegetable side one day, you've got it. <laughs> You're not two birds. You don't think that'd be a little gross to be like... I don't think that peas go... I think frozen... I don't think those... I don't think frozen peas go bad. I think you just, I don't think peas are ever good or bad. Do you know what I mean? Like they're just, they're just there for a moment. I just had peas for the first time in forever at Westville Diner. Now, I will say Westville Diner, don't they handpick their peas? Like each pea goes through like an an interrogation process. That's not the word. And uh, uh, they go through a process. Each pea has to like (laughs) talk to the farmers. They set them underneath the light. Right. And they're like, do they? Where were you on the night of the 23rd? (laughs) Each pea has gone through (laughs) interrogation process. (laughs) What a beautiful day it is. Beautiful day. It's been a beautiful day. How how, so many errands. How has your week been? My week? What has happened? Mmm. It's been good. We had a show at Joe's Pub. We can talk about that. Oh, I had some pub. auditions. We can definitely talk about my musical theater audition. Oh, my God. Um, it was incredible. And also, um, you know, just things getting done. I had family in town. It was lovely. My parents came in town. Did you get more auditions when your parents came oh, in absolutely, town? Oh, absolutely. 110%. I went out on an audition. I went in for a search party for the um, 15,000th oh, time. That's cool. I've every If you've ever seen Search Party, which is my favorite show everyone knows besides Fleabag um I if you've ever seen a part on Fleabag uh on Search Party I've gone in for it <laughs> men women like I have gone in for every. I think I've gone in for that show literally seven times wow at this point I'm like kind of don't even know what to do. like I don't I don't even know what's happening anymore yeah I just I because I don't know it's just it's my favorite show. I will always go in. But there's at one point where you're like, is there a point where you just go, but I've already gone in so much. Right. Is there? No. I don't think so. Because there are no I went in for 30 fun. Rock like seven times before. Yeah, yeah. Cast. Right, right. You just keep going because there are different parts and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, I have to say, I, I get more and more relaxed each time I go in because I'm just like, I don't. Right. Anyone? But the, thing, the only thing that makes me nervous is because I know they're watching the tapes. And so it's like, there's Jen again. You know, it's that thing of like... Do you know the creators or something? I mean, I, I know them like a little bit, but not a lot. Do you know? Like a yeah. little bit, but not really. Yeah. Like I don't... Like I follow them on social media. Right. And maybe make a comment that they like heart. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> but like not anything sort of beyond that. But I just love the show so much, so much I can't stand it. But um, I went I in for that. I think they didn't want you, they would be like, stop bringing her in. Right? I think so too. Um, so we keep plugging along because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And I love the show and it always makes me laugh 
when I do go in, they're always, it's always really fun and well-written. So it's never a waste of one's time. Um, but my parents were here when I did have to go in for that. So I just sent them to like South Street Seaport. Just like walk yeah, it's around. right by like, the office. Come on, let me just, yeah. I was like, you guys go check out the Seaport. I'll be right with you. <laughs> um, and, excuse me. And I had an audition for a musical and I had a callback, which was hilarious hilarious because you know it's for like a strong contemporary singer of which we all know strong and singer it depends on what you mean by strong and singer in me um (laughs) what do you mean by strong but i did okay singing it the first time because you know i will just like act the fuck out of like notes i can't hit it's fine or i'll just like recalibrate myself inside of it you know when you hit a moment in a song and you're just like it's not happening so i'm gonna do this and this was an original musical right so right so it's an original musical so it's not like it's not like oh well for 30 years we've heard it sung this way and you have to sing it that way yeah no it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter well i just they can rewrite it to you exactly they can oh my god excuse me i had to have a giant slug of my cran raspberry lacroix thank you um but the scene was fun and they called me back in and um, I, you know, the room was like 11 people. Right. And it's like, okay. Did you know anybody on the team? Sarah Silverman. Oh. <laughs> no, but I mean, did you personally know anybody? No, I didn't personally know anyone on the team. It wasn't like when you go in for Gatelli or something. It was not like, like I go in for Gatelli, uh, which has only worked for me once since because every time I've gone in for him after, like, I just kind of want to, whatever I'm doing, I just want to like make him laugh. So not necessarily do what needs to be done to get the part. Right. So I'm just sort of like, "Mm, I just want to do something fun that would make Catelli laugh. Right. And I still, I still stand by that. (laughs) I still stand by those decisions and I'm still happy that I did. Um, But this, um, and then the second time I went in, it was, they gave me notes they gave me notes on the song. And they said just to specify it up because they said we loved her choices. We loved what she did. It just was like, girl, it was a hot mess. And when I was done with the audition the first time, the director, I ended and she went, that was crazy. <laughs> and I went, thank you. Because it was. It was straight up crazy. Not necessarily. <laughs> I. That's not the the like the note you want to hear after you've just sung your heart out. But the funny thing was I kind of loved that it's not what you want to hear but i just was like yeah it was crazy and i kind of stand by it halfway (laughs) um it did give me a call back but there were notes and i took them but um (laughs) and i took them but um because you know you can take you know i'm Uh listen if you're calling me, if I'm going to give you, and it's a musical theater comedy, like original part, I'm giving you an 11. If you don't know how to like, if you don't know how to direct me down, I don't know what to say. That's Do you on know you. what I mean? That's on, that's on you. We shouldn't be working together. That's we, that's on you. Like, I'm going to give you everything I've thought of ever. And that's your job to craft. I'm just telling you what I can bring to, to the table. Uh-huh. It's not my job to mold that baby down. No, no. Um. Anyway. A full split was involved. Anyway, it was inappropriate, but I did it. Anyway, the <laughs> but it makes me laugh, and it's fun stories for now. And like auditioning for musical theater, if I can't think of like the conversation I have with you and the podcast, and like you know, j- right. then it's like so. Wait, so after the callback, do you feel like you still have a chance? No, because here's the situation: I, w- my parents had been in town. 
I, it wasn't their fault. I could, but I couldn't, there was, you know, so I wasn't really sleeping a lot. And then I did the Joe's Pub show right. and blew my voice to shot. Oh, no. Blew it. And then the next day I taught for seven hours all day talking. Right. So I couldn't rest. And then the next day was the audition in the, in the early afternoon. So I had no, there was no resting. There was no really rehearsing. There was none of that. Uh-huh. So I just had to like do it. And when I got to the song, I just knew I was like, oh, this isn't happening today. You know, when you hear your voice and you're like, mm, yeah. it's just not there. And it was it was too bad because <laughs> it was too bad because my scene was really good. Uh, and it made them all laugh. And it was one of those things where you know you feel the room is with you. Right. And all you have to do is semi-nail the song and like you're in contention. You know when you just know it. You're, I was like the room is so, they were happy I was there. Right. You walk in and everyone was like, Yay, Jen's here. I just felt that. Right. And I was like, and I gave such a good scene. Like, if I was the book writer, I'd be like, can we just hire Jen and have someone else sing the song? (laughs) In my opinion, I thought I did a good job with the scene. I liked my choices and they made people laugh. And then I just got to the song and it was that thing where you just would feel the room go, because mm. you feel yourself go yeah. mm. and I just couldn't I just couldn't I finished the song I had memorized it good for me <laughs> but it I just it just didn't work yeah it's okay it was okay bummer I did learn that for a musical theater audition it requires I don't know what I would have done in that situation I just, that was just my situation, but it does require like rest for me the day before. Like I can't have right, belted but, my brains out. And which then, means that if you were doing that eight times a week, you would have to be well, I a just monk. Yeah. And I also like silence, you know, I screamed through that show, but you learn, you know, you like physically learn how to do it and then you rest and warm up and da, 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 and then you're doing it all the time and so you're and I haven't I don't sing all the time mm-hmm. so it's like coming out of nowhere and then belting a song no mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like I'll do it for Joe's Pub I'll go and I'll belt a song out right because it's a one night only it's a one night only and then I'm like alright I'm, I'm shot for a day or two but like whatever that doesn't fly <laughs> and I know that when I'm doing the musical, but it's just sort of like, but we also have to get the musical. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I sort of learned that. Um, yeah. And I'm on my period right now. So yeah. it's day two, as you know very well. You reminded me. It's a real. <laughs> I was like sitting here and I was like, oh my God, my period. And you were like, is it day two? And I was like, yes. <laughs> How did you know? And you said, because day two is like the most painful and it's the most, I just don't know how women keep doing this thing we do called life. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But here I am once again, not pregnant, sitting in front of you. (laughs) Good for you. Once again, another month, not pregnant. Here we are. (laughs) Um, For those new to the podcast, just randomly today, I haven't been trying to get pregnant. In case anyone, you know. Oh, right. If this is the first episode. Yes, if this is their first time and they're like, oh, has she been trying? No. Nope. Haven't. No, this is not. No, she's not trying to do that. Yeah. Um, Well, but so that's good. So that's good. So that's where we are. Um, 
You've got some peas on your knee. Now, yeah. we don't know why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm injured. Right. Um, I, it's, <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's just a bruise, I think. I, Did you bang it? Yeah, I banged it real hard Where? in the shower. Oh, girl, why? Well, I didn't do it intentionally. Just the wall, though? Um, the, the little thing that sticks out where that holds the soap. Right. It's like, um, right at my knee you height. You banged it. Well, then that's the problem. I banged it's it. It's not your fault. That soap, this should not be there. Yeah, I also slipped. I, there was a bit of a slip. That's what caused it. I've never done it before, so it's not like... It's not like we need to alter your bathroom right now. No. I see. I slipped. And it is painful to walk and to bend my knee, like when I'm oh, squatting. Girl. It's hurt. hurt yeah. To squat. You're going to have to probably, yeah, it's going to be a week, I bet. It's going to be a week, I bet. <sighs> Girl, I busted something in here. There is a tendon in my arm. It has been months. When I was in Italy, I felt it. It is, it, when I go to sleep, I, it is, it, it hurts so bad. Mm. I don't know if I ripped or tore something, but when I go to bed, it hurt. And when I wake up in the morning, it hurt. I can't. I don't know this what's going on. This is the podcast about middle age. This is this it. is this the pod. Like, this is where you're my at. body that has you're always like been my there. Body, yeah, it's 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 leaving me. Right, and you're like, what is this phantom thing? This also, weird. Like, where part. do you even go to? A, like, what doctor do you go to for that? That's like, my question. There's a pain in my arm. That's my question. It it's it feels either a tendon. Or a muscle, but I've been, you know, massaging. Do I go to a, is it, I don't know. Do you know, do I go to my general practitioner? What is she going to To who? Well, she would know. I guess. I mean, but it's one of those things where like, but should I just go to a massage? Should I just go to acupuncture? Do you know? It's like, Mm -hmm. do I just need, you know. You need an MRI to make sure you don't have like a, you know. Oh my God. Hot wheels in there or something. This is what. (laughs) <laughs> the thing is, what had I was? swallowed a Hot Wheels and it migrated, <laughs> and it migrated to, to my my inner like shoulder bicep region, uh-huh. and all the essential oils in the world are not helping this. Let me tell you what I don't know what it is, don't know what it is, but something has been pulled. This is the podcast. Twenty minutes in, periods, knee banging. It's just this is where we're at. It's this only is where we're and at. A half minutes then in. we're all right. Then we're still good. We're still warm enough. Then we're still warm enough. Then we're still all right. Um, so, Jeff, you, you have now. We can talk a little bit about because you are back from shooting a pilot, which you had a a lead role in. I shot a pilot. I had a lead role in it. You ha- you shot a pilot. You had a lead role. Mm-hmm. So now we're just in the phase of. Well, I shot it. I hope it gets picked up. I hope it gets picked up with me. I hope. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, we know that. I hope um, the network likes it, that sort of a thing. Um, yeah. God, and isn't it funny? There's nothing you can do. The only thing that you could do is when you went in for your audition for it. Yeah, and you I did, did and that well. And the best you could. Yeah, and, and even if you did well, it well and the best you could, it still could have gone to somebody else for some whatever reason, but totally. it didn't. So this time... This, this time. time it went to you. Yeah. So now everything else is just sort of like, okay, yeah. hope it gets picked up. Yeah. Hope then when it gets picked up, they take me. Yeah. Hope that, because we've all seen that happen. Yeah. 
hope that, you know, whatever. Yeah. And there's nothing to do except keep moving forward. I do keep thinking about, okay, so one time, this story is a little strange and it involves name dropping and I apologize. I don't think you should apologize. <laughs> well, the name dropping also is like, I just saw her once. I once, I was a, do you remember back in the day when Ugly Betty came back and you had to audition way uh, out in Queens for it? No, it was like but season, I trust you. Like the pilot was here and then for whatever reason, then it moved to LA, but then for season it four, to- it came back to New York or something. I don't, but I trust you. Anyway, it was, it was like, Steiner Studios you had to go to right. in Queens. And so you would get off of this, the um, subway and you would have to wait for a shuttle that ran every sure. 10 minutes right. or something. Right. And so I was waiting for the shuttle and I was waiting with um, Tony Winner and current Broadway superstar Karen Olivo. Wow, okay. Who's currently in Moulin Rouge. Interesting. And is in, um, uh, was it, you know, played Anita in the West Side Story, the, that is not tr- the yeah. current West Side Story revival, but the most recent before that. Right. And she also was in In the Heights. Now, here's a little story that I, I'm going to tell you that's really embarrassing. Oh, God. I lied to her and said, I saw you in In the Heights and you were wonderful. I never saw In the Heights. But yeah, I saw her, I saw there. her in Tony Clips and she seemed wonderful. You know what? Can I say something? <laughs> I actually, don't think that it's weird to say I saw you in the in the Heights and I thought you were wonderful when seeing in the Heights included YouTube clips and possibly a Macy's Thanksgiving Giving Day parade for performance. Sure. I think that counts. Okay. Especially good. at the prices of Broadway these days. Okay. If I've seen someone in the Macy's Day Parade on my television do their performance in yeah. SpongeBob, I'm going to say you were fucking brilliant in SpongeBob. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Great. Because um, I did that. Exactly. <laughs> Shame free. Shame free. Anyway. Not at these prices. I'm bringing it back. I swear right. to God. So Karen Olivo, <laughs> she took this big sigh and she said, that was one of those jobs where everything went well. They're so rare. And when they come along, it's so perfect. Wow. And I was like, I don't think I've had one of those jobs yet. Where everything went well. And, but I think that that, because, you know, I read a lot of celebrity mem- memoirs. You do. You do. And they often will say, like, it was a dream job. It worked so well or whatever. So why am I saying that? Yeah. Because the pilot that I shot was a dream yeah, job. Was. Like, everyone I liked, there, yeah. was, there was nobody that was annoying. Right. There, uh, apparently... I think there was kind of maybe one person, but I didn't have any scenes with that person. Right. <laughs> and um, I I loved working on it. I loved the script. I loved the director. I loved the star. I loved the my co-star. I had a boyfriend. He was great. Right. I, I all of my lines I loved doing. And um, even like we shot it in uh, uh, Chicago in like a dirty hotel, but. The Girl, hotel was fun. I mean, you shot it outside of Chicago. Significantly outside of Chicago. He True. shot it like 30 minutes from my hometown, which was insane when you were like where it was. I was like, are you kidding me? I know. I know. It's insane. That's why it needs to go series and you need to come be on it. So you can Will it get shoot a free trip in Illinois? Mom. If it gets picked up, will it actually shoot in Illinois? I think so. 
Um, Is that how you say it? Illinois? Illinois, yeah. <laughs> Why? How do you say it? Illinois. Mm. <laughs> I know she's sick sometimes, but, uh, but I love a southern accent. Honey, I, you can fight me. I mean, I don't, it's, it's Illinois. It's Illinois. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's not Illinois, but that's very southern of you to say Illinois. It's just how you say my name. You say Jan. You and Neil Medlin say my name, Jan. Well, that's true. That's true. I I remember my in high school these two women that I I have since had a friendship breakup with. Um, (gasps) I know it's not really. Yeah, it's the only breakup I've ever had. I had to take care of myself. It was about boundaries. Whoa. Anyhow, they used to set a stick. Pin right. and a ballpoint pen uh-huh. on a table, and they would say, "Will you get me that pin?" And then I'd have to discern what it was. Oh right, I don't know. Because they didn't like my accent. Who fucking did this to you? <laughs> I'm coming for them. They they were not. The they fuck? were not nice people. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> they were not. I would have taken both the pen and the pin, and I would have shoved them in their temples. <laughs> well, I just brought them both to them. I'm not into that. Yeah, I know. That's rude. That's not even the half of it. They, really? They were, they were they were toxic. Really? I'm glad you're done with that. Yeah, well, I it, I, it, I was 32 when I finally did it. Well, I, I, do you want I'm got If we want to talk about late blooming, we can get started. Actually, 35 because right I was already long with Neil. We can get started on late blooming. Yeah. Mm. I'm a late bloomer. Podcast. I'm a late bloomer. Um, so, t- so, did you see that thing I sent you about that documentary on Amazon? That sounded amazing. It's but talk to me. You were mad. Exact, you were mad. It's exactly mad. our idea. So it's a it's a documentary on um, middle on artists. Um, yeah, it's called know, the, somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. And it's, it's about okay. artists who are not famous and who are also like career artists and who are who are somewhere in the middle oh it's a song it's a song by some by what's her name it's a song the first thing that came up was a song by cody jinks uh well that's somewhere why we couldn't middle. name our podcast that because we don't have the rights okay so somewhere in the middle doc documentary it looks great it does i'm oh, gonna I watch see. it i see but it's like description is exactly right. the same description that we have right i know but you know how many cop shows are there out there do you know what i mean mm-hmm. everything's happening and being done it's okay <laughs> it's okay maybe we can use this to leverage our podcast somehow you know yeah. maybe i should be contacting these producers i don't know do you know what i'm saying like how can we use sure. this to our advantage sure. a documentary about the lives of five working artists who aren't household names, but who are making a legitimate living through their art. Now, that's a concise tagline. Sure. That's actually clear. You know what? Let's steal that. Let's steal it and put it. You know what? It sounds it is, good to me. It is it's very clearer concise. than how we it's described It's way clearer ours. than what we did it. But that's exactly what we mean when we mean this podcast. What are we? Episode 95 now. Did you see how I wrote? Like, I thought it was so funny that like... You had said something like season two, like we were saying season two. And I'm like, Uh we are 85 episodes (laughs) in and now we're calling it season two. And what was our criteria for season two? Because we took a break. (laughs) That's hilarious. So if we never took a break, we would always be in season one. Mm -hmm. Okay, touche. 
Yeah. You know, it's just like how many episode orders the did live, you get from the network? Fair enough. We had 85, <laughs> bless us. We got that back in 90. <laughs> We're like, um, yeah. our anger management was Yeah, like we were that, like back 90. Where they were like, if you get to the first 10 episodes, you will get 100 episodes. Isn't that crazy? And then it just limped to its death. Hilarious. 100 episodes long. Ooh, Michael Arden got through that. Yeah, wow. Well, Isn't that wild? A lot of people got a lot of good money off A of lot that. of good money off that. A doc- yeah, so a, so a documented... So po- Touche is a podcast about the lives of working artists who aren't ho- household names, but who are making a legitimate living through their art. Touche. Touche. Well, I'm going to check out this documentary. I'm going to find out who produced it. I might give them a quick little email um, <laughs> and just see what's going on. Yeah, they should come on. They should come on the pod. It's on Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on Prime. Oh, well, there you go. So we can watch it. So we can watch. I don't have Amazon Prime. You don't have Amazon Prime? See, now here's the thing. I don't have anything extra. <laughs> have we talked about this? I guess not. I don't have extra things. <laughs> I the budget for Jen has to be like the bare necessities. Like I use Cole's Netflix sign in. I use my friend's HBO Go or HBO Now. What's the difference? HBO Go means that you have the network and HBO Now means you just pay for the streaming service. Okay. And then what's HBO? That's just the network on television. On the television, and there's going to be this HBO yeah the streaming search service that Search Party is going to be having season three and four on because it's um, owned. It's going to be mainly from Warner Brothers more than HBO. I'm so confused. I cannot keep up with our industry. I just show up with enthusiasm. Know. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I can't get the details down. Well, I can't get the so. We really, but really... But hopefully that means there'll be more TV work for us to do. And let's and let's also Although just... Although whenever they say that, I just keep looking around being like, well, I haven't had an audition for two weeks. I cannot tell you how I look around at all of the television shows that exist that I will never see or even hear of yeah. and cannot believe in my soul how I'm not on one of them. I know, me too. I can't. There's so many that I'm like... I'm like, I have no I'll, idea. They're all beyond... I mean, there's Not only plenty. have you not heard of the show, you haven't heard of the network. I haven't heard of anything. I'm like, you can't even tell me that I'm not even on that. Which, but I will admittedly, say, I, I was you on have a been on that was on a network. You have, you have, you have, you have, you have. You're on your way now. But I will say, it still shocks me. Some of them, I'm like, oh, right, I don't look like that. I get it. Like, right. you need to look like where that to like, be on a lot of them. Right. To, on a lot of them. Like even the Facebook like, shows where it's like sexy young teens. Or... NBC or any shows like you need to look a certain way to be the doctor in the thing and the thing right like think about the doctors in the things and the things oh right they like, all look like all that models. they're all like that right um but you're making it sound like you're some fugs I didn't say I was some fugs but I'm not that you can put me next you are that I feel if I was that I would be on one of those television shows by now <laughs> so I think we need to just okay. know that okay I just feel like you can rock a bikini. Right, but I don't think these procedurals, 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 there aren't bikini. I cannot (laughs) rock a bikini on a TV show. I can rock a bikini. You have to have tits. You can't just like be thin. Like, I want you to like think of Baywatch. You need to think of shows where they're filming people in fucking. I want you to think of shows where they film people in bikinis. Not that many. And when they do, they're bombshells. It's not like the 42-year-old tit-free woman. Come on. Think a little harder, Jeff. Well, you, I think you're just as beautiful as Julie Bowen. 
No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Put me next to Julie Bowen and you will see on camera. It's different. Nope. I am not at all. I will not say. For a second. I not will for a say second. one time I did work with Deborah Messing and in person I was like, she's not even that beautiful. And then I walked around to Video Village and I was like, oh, she's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. 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 It was and like I, on camera. It was amplified. There was a low budget pilot I shot once. Remember? Yeah. Low-budget pilot that I shot that was set in Park Slope about parents in Park Slope. And I had a small part in it, uh-huh. in the pilot. I had a small part, like not a recurring or anything. And I had a scene with Deborah Messing. Uh-huh. God, what was it called? Doesn't matter. Didn't happen. And then I went and wa- I like went and saw, they like let a playback. I don't know why, just because for some reason I saw a little playback of me next to Deborah Messing. And honey, I was in makeup. <laughs> Like, I had full cute hair and cute makeup right. and cute little outfit. Like, I was like cute mom. Right. Honey, no. Next to Deborah Messing, I was, no. Nope. And this was like six years ago. So I was in my, like, I was like cute 30 whatever I was. Right. Post-smash pre-adventures of Laura or whatever. Was it after Adventures of Laura? Pre. It was pre-Adventures of Laura. Right before Adventures of Laura. I don't know. Right, so like six or seven years ago. Yeah. Oh, damn it. And that thing shot in Park Slope when I lived in Park Slope. Oof. And then I would have still had money. Would you have been a regular? No. Uh, no. It was just like a guest one star. part. It was just like, you know, the mom passing by on the thing that says a funny thing that right. sets her up for something even funnier and then wheels her buggy out of the scene. Um, I think I did great, but again, not my fault. Not my fault. Didn't happen. I was happy to have the day work. That I was happy to be there for the day. And Deborah Messing was lovely, lovely, lovely woman, lovely woman, but much more beautiful. I mean, you can just tell. I go next to the women and it's like, oh, right, right, right. It's okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It just is the way it is. But anyway... So we are going to put out all of the energy in the world for this thing to get picked up because I just want to see it. I just yeah. want to see what you do. Yeah. I just want to see it. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I hope it happens. Oh, God. I but hope you it know happens. what's already happened? What? You know, when you get a pilot, you or what they like have you under this exclusivity thing, you know? Right. You can't say shit. All right. Well, yeah, but also you can't audition for other stuff. Oh like everything God, you audition for, you have to go through them. I kind of love that. Yeah, right. Except for I've had to turn down a lot of a few auditions because, like, they my they agents were like, "Well, it's like I can audition for these things, and if I get them, then you have to go to the network and say, can right. we have Jeff to shoot this thing?'" And my agents are like, "Don't waste it on this tiny little part." Right. Which I right. get and I agree with, but also I'm like, but what if this doesn't go? And I've turned nope. down my audition for doesn't the recurring matter. role of... No, it's fine. I feel like anytime that shit, anytime that shit is an issue, it's never really an issue. Yeah, you're right. It's never really a thing. It's never really a thing. Yeah. Also, what are you going to fucking do? Jeopardize this? Fuck no. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Nair. Right. Nair, nair, nair. All systems are go here. We don't, we don't look back on But then the thing that this. I was supposed to audition for, I saw that it was shooting on my block. And I was like, oh, what if that had 
which I have no idea. No, it's all preposterous. <laughs> this is all magic. This oh, is actors doing magic. Oh, so when like, actors do, it was no. an audition, not a, I It's nothing. It. It's nothing. All this is, is this is this like actor magic talk that we do where we yeah. feel like there's all this magic that we need to like somehow know how to do tarot cards and turn them over and read them and know what that means. Right. No. Actor tarot card magic doing, I'm, I'm over it. No. Totally. Just stick with what's like, this is what this is here, this is Bob, this is the better choice, done. Right. And if there are other things to like deeper look into, that's your that's why you have a manager or an agent. It's not your job. Right. It's not your job. And they gave me advice and my agents never give me advice. So it was that's nice it. to be nope, like, oh, that's it. great. I'll yeah. listen to your advice. Yep, that's it. They're the ones who do it. That's their job. That's not your job. No actor magic. I'm done with the actor magic thinking. Like, I can't. I'm just sort of like, nope, this is how it is. This is how it goes. That's why there was that show that, or that I was just telling you, there was a play that I was offered out in California. Right. And I was like, oh, well, I'd love to do it, but I don't know if, like, if for some reason my short film gets into Sundance, which I, you know, who knows? Like, me and Zachary's film. I mean, it's... Yeah, but why, why, that's... I don't know. Yeah, I, I put it in there. Who cares? I put it everywhere. But I just had to be like, I just, I didn't want to do the thing where it's like, you have to pull out of something. I was just like, can we all just be open and honest about all of it? Right. I said, just tell, and you know, my agent was like, yeah, no, we'll tell them and blah, blah, blah. And when you know dates and blah, 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 and that's it. And then they can make a decision. Like, I just can't rack my brain with the decisions that aren't really mine to make. Right. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. like... These aren't for me to make. This isn't for me to figure out. Totally. Like, it's not. The stuff that's for me to figure out is when nothing's happening. Right. No auditions are happening. I have no job. Like, what can I do to help myself? Those are my decisions to make. But once, like, you book something and it conflicts with something and da-da-da, that ain't your job. Right. That And all that figuring out, but what if I this and that and that? Mm-mm. Your was agent. it exciting to get an offer on a play, though? It was exciting to get an offer on a play. Yeah. It was. It was, you know, and then you do the thing where you're like, well, it's not a new play and it's out of town. You know, you do all that stuff. Right. You're like, well, it's not ideal. And honestly, I'm just like, no, need a job. Be right. great. It'd be, it'd be a dream. Like working is a dream. I got an offer to do a show out of town that would have taken me out of town Partly over Christmas. No, no, no. No, no, no. It would have been in March. What's and wrong with March? Nothing. <laughs> but it was a, a dusty old musical that a has no... dusty old musical. That has no possibility of coming back. Just a dusty old musical. I know. So, I feel you. You're like, I don't want to do that. No, you don't need to do that dusty old musical. And playing a role that I guess I would be fine I want to know what that dusty old musical is. I guess I can say. What do I care? Come on. My God, my neighbor's dog is really Your neighbor's barking dog is barking. Um, it was how to succeed in business without really trying. Dusty old musical. It kind of is, It's a though. dusty old musical. It's been revived a thousand times. This isn't going to go to Broadway. I love the phrase, a dusty old musical. I love the phrase, a dusty old play. Like, I love a dusty old... I Well, here's my thing, is like, if they offered me a show where I was like, oh, I think I could put a spin on that that would be interesting and unique, that would be kind of fun to do. Uh, fair, but not... But I know what I would be doing to play Bud Frump. I would be playing the way Bud Frump is always played, because I... Because it's basically me. 
<laughs> so I don't know. It didn't seem very like thrilling. Um, if it's not thrilling, it's dusty and you shouldn't do it. Yeah. If it's not thrilling, it's dusty and you shouldn't do it. <laughs> Can you imagine? That was very like Los Culturistas where you're like, <gasps> oh my God, Los Culture rule number 77. If, if it's, it's not, not thrilling, thrilling, it's a dusty, dusty old musical. musical. <laughs> oh my God, let's be Las Costaristas. <laughs> they have a lot more listeners. They have a lot more listeners. It's fun. I like I like Las Costaristas. The only time I don't that I I feel like is this like this is shade. It's okay. I can throw some shade. Ooh. I can throw some shade. Yeah, you the can. only time I don't like it is when they do the thing and they've talked about it so it's not them when they do the thing where they go uh actress or celebrity do you know uh, and it's only women they talk about they don't, don't talk about men you know actress know or celebrity uh-uh. and they talk about it's a game that they didn't make up that they say a friend made up and i think they've mentioned that it's like kind of problematic but it's a game where they play um and they say, like, you know, like, Laura Dern, is she an actress or a celebrity? Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I find it a little shady. Uh-huh. And I'm also like, why can't we play the game? Like, yeah, with men. We're not doing that with men. And I think the argument would be like, well, we like women. That's why we're, we love women. You know, like, right. I'm just going to, you right. can stop me being a gay. You can stop this phrase that I'm about to say. But, like, gays love women. Mm-hmm. Can you? Right? Like, <laughs> I'm so, like, stop me if I'm wrong. But, you know, gays love the, the actresses. Sure. So I think that's like the energy of the game is out of love. Uh-huh. But it always makes me like cringe. Mm. I'm, there's something about it makes me feel like, ooh, I don't know. I don't like it. Something makes me cringe when the game actress or celebrity. It's like, it's like putting a woman. It's like how, you know, lest we forget how Facebook was created. That it was, he put, you know, he, that, um, what's his name, put women, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg put women in, they put, he put women in his school up to rate, like, hot or not hot. Mm. That's how it was created. So it kind of feels a little, like, not hot, you know, that energy of, like, is this woman this or is this woman that? Right. And I'm like, I know it's just a game. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't mind it except for that they don't let men do it too because i think there or is, they don't do it for men as well right because i think that they're i think i mean i honestly have never heard them play the game so i got kind of don't know but i think this idea of like are you an artist or are you just in it for the fame kind of but maybe that's not what they're right saying. but also no because it's not like you're in it for the fame because people become famous of their own like they can't help it you know they right. like become famous you know so i think it was just yeah like are they are they... Well, like, Laura Dern is obviously an artist, right? Right, so she'd be actress. Right, but, like, Kim Kardashian would be... They'd say celebrity. celebrity. Right, but, yeah, so they'd pick someone else and then, yeah, do that. Something like that. That's the game. Right. But the game, I've never heard the game actor or celebrity. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like, make it that. But that's not the point. I get it, and it just makes me be like, ugh, I just don't like it. <laughs> so, interesting how Touche got a little shade towards Las Culturistas, which I love Las Culturistas. I love it. I listen to all of them. I I, I just like go to the bathroom or I lo- sort of just like let it play out when they play that game. I wonder Excuse what me. they... Excuse um, I wonder <laughs> if they're gonna, how they are going to continue doing it. Oh, because Bone, Bone is on, on SNL, SNL which is, is so wonderful. in LA 
being on, um, he has his own TV show in LA. Does he? Good for him. Yeah. Good for them. But also, you know what I also don't get? Um, somebody just tweeted this, and so I'm going to base this next statement on a tweet I read, which... Um, <laughs> I can't wait. Is really... I can't wait. Uh, indicative of the end of the universe. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> it's all right. It's coming. We all know. It's coming. I don't know who tweeted it, but Guy Branham retweeted it. Oh, my God. I love Guy Branham. And um, it was basically like kind of giving shade to Vulture about like their comic, like their comics to watch. And they, they right. were like saying like how... Um, oh! <laughs> oh my God. Beverly just jumped onto me, which just scared me. Beverly, it's fine. Okay, now Beverly's out of here. <laughs> Beverly just scared the bejesus out of me. She really did. I would love you. to have her sitting cozily on my lap. Yeah. That was very. I just didn't know she was going to do that. It was intense. Okay, so vultures, comedians. One time, my sister's friend was visiting, and she was bent over her suitcase, and oh, Beverly God. jumped on her back. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That happened with my friend Chelsea, too. Um, That's hilarious. Oh, Vulture. They were just saying that vultures, like, comics to watch, or, like, you know, like, the comedians to look out for. They're right. all, like, represented, writing for network television, have... Comedy right, Central right, specials. right. They're they're already been what's to like to right. watch. Wait, what do you mean? They've been picked up. Right, they're exactly. moving along just fine. Exactly, they're like super in the. That's funny. In the thing, it's like they're already they're already got a little. They're already like you know in the zeitgeist. Exactly. They're already winning, winning chicken dinning. Exactly. <laughs> winning, winning chicken dinning. That's really funny. Like artists to watch. Like if you want to discover, let's like. Start a little deep, like start dig a little deeper. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, are we done? I think we can. Be I think done. we're done. Has have Beverly? Oh my God, such a gorgeous cat. I love Beverly. You know, my nieces are coming to visit. I'm very really? excited. Have they been to New York before? Never. When are they coming? They're coming November 17th through the 20th. Wait, 18th through the 20th. We got tickets to Beetlejuice. Leslie Kritzer's going to take us backstage after. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see Beetlejuice number one. Yeah. And I'm really excited um, that they're coming to New York. I can't oh, wait. Yeah. But I say that because my niece loves animals. And she Beverly is famous because she listens to this podcast sometimes. <laughs> and Beverly is famous. Well, they, if she wants, she can come meet Bevy. I should just steal Bevy and take Bevy to my apartment. Yeah. That would be horrific for Beverly. She She likes travel. You said she likes to travel. I don't know if she likes it, but she tolerates it. You said she loved D.C. (laughs) She loved our nation's capital. She really did love D.C. But I think the she loved was the actor housing that was like a little vermin infested. Ah, right. She was into... She was like, yes, I'm at home. What I did not like about it, she loved about it. Right. Because there was like a lot of funky like, smells. Bleh! And yeah. she was like, yes, don't clean that. Keep yeah. it funky. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. She's real. Mm. Yeah. And there were some, there was, there were so many rats in DC. It was shocking. Really? Way more rats in DC than really? even in New York City. Which is not to say that there are not rats no, in New York You're City. just saying it's a hell of a lot of rats. <laughs> so many rats. Every day, a couple times a day, I would see a rat. Cross I, th- my path. I think we found the title for this episode. 
There are rats in D.C. <laughs> there are so many rats in D.C. I mean, that's almost not a metaphor, is it? This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's not... Oh, that's that Beverly. That sounds like Beverly. She's climbing into a Trader Joe's bag. As one does. As one does. I would love to tuck into a Trader Joe's bag. Every once in a while, I don't bring my canvas bags just so I can get one for her to have a little hideout in. Oh, that is so adorable. And you know what that is? That's a good parent. It's just a little treat. And it can be recycled. Of course, I prefer my canvas bag. Right, but it can be recycled and it's such a treat. You know, that's something a grandparent would do for their child. I don't mean to age you, but I'm just saying... Like, you know, a grandparent would be like, I brought you a treat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But we'll keep you a parent because you are. Yeah, because I do discipline as well. You do discipline. I I don't just give her Fruit Loops and nothing. No, that's right. And I have seen you go, oh, Beverly, and scoop her up with with one arm and toss her over to another area. Because I don't like her getting on the counters. You don't like her on the counters. But she... She it's loves a it. real rule she can't comprehend. Well, you know what? I don't know. I don't know anything about animals. Well, obviously, I don't either. Aw, touche. <laughs> touche. 